Dane Young and Jim Donnan joined by Georgia head coach of the men's tennis team, Manny Diaz. SEC all-time winningest men's tennis coach. Been with the dogs for 35 seasons, 28 SEC championships in the postseason right now. Coach Donna, you, you've been out there a lot watching this team. Yeah, I tell you what, uh, Manny's the man. He's got it uh, rolling this year, tremendous season. But uh, what have you done for me lately is what it's all about. And, Manny, you got to get ready for this NCAA. So uh, tell us about where you stand right now, the big matchup against Harvard, and we'll go down over our lineup and a few questions. But how does it feel going into the postseason here? No, it's just so exciting. Uh, just to see, uh, you know, five of our guys are seniors. Uh, it's their last match at uh, the Dan McGill Tennis Complex for them. is just a culmination of a whole lot of things. A lot of years for these boys and uh you know they're having a great year uh you know this team has uh really fought through adversity this year they got a tremendous focus going into the postseason so we're excited to see them uh against a good harvard team who's been top 10 in the nation most of the year they're right now currently seated number 11 in the tournament uh so it's gonna be a dog fight yeah, that's a good way to talk about it. Hopefully, we're not going to compare SAT scores out there with them. But uh, although we got some good students for sure, but uh, these yeah. guys always like to play against those uh, really smart guys. They overanalyze everything. But uh, looking at our lineup here, uh, you mentioned the five seniors. Just just go through a real quick capsule of each guy, and then we'll we'll hit the uh, two younger guys. And uh, after that, yeah. So we're you know led by a freshman uh, who's actually the number two ranked player in the country, uh, Ethan Quinn. He's from Fresno, California, a great kid, really coachable, really hard worker, conscientious guy. But, uh, you know, after him, we've got um, four guys in the singles lineup. Uh, number two player in the country is uh, sorry. Number two player in our, on our team is ranked 19 in the country. And that's a fifth year senior, uh, Philip Henning. Uh, he's uh, from South Africa. Follows him uh, at number three singles, Trent Bride. Uh, Trent, uh, you know, just uh, last week and had to fight through some health issues, um, you know, contracted a little stomach virus. He's uh, getting better. But, you know, it's always questionable when, you know, when you're left like that and you're having to, you know, get your um, endurance back. So, so um, you know, it's going to be really important for him to be healthy and we're taking precautions and we're, we're, you know, we're getting him back uh, to 100%. Uh, at number four, we've got Blake Croyder, and he's from uh, Marietta. And he's been outstanding for us in both singles and doubles for the last four years. Uh, following him, we have a sophomore, Miguel Perez Pena from Spain. And he's had a tremendous season. I think he's tied for the most wins in our on our squad this year. He uh, was at number six last year. He started the year at number six singles. Uh, but he's improved so much. Uh, he's really uh, anchoring down now uh, that the number five position there for us. Uh, Miguel is uh, is going to be a great player for us. At number six singles, we have Tio uh, Juska, uh, transfer from a graduate transfer from Clemson, and he's been outstanding for us. Uh, played at number three, four, five, and now is at six. We have a veteran down there that's uh, very important. Uh, you know, reliable position in, in our uh, Georgia tennis lore. I mean, our number six guy is always somebody that we've counted on is just as important as our number one player. And he's a tremendous team guy, and we're excited uh, he's been a part of our team this year.
our number, the fifth, uh, uh, fifth year senior uh, is Britton Johnston, who is not in our singles lineup, but is so valuable in, in our doubles uh, lineup at number three doubles. Yeah, he's come through for us. And, and one of the things you might explain to the fans, the way the, the scoring goes uh, as far as the team match, you have three doubles matches and then six singles, but explain how that goes. And you don't have to go into big detail because we got tennis fans there. Just uh, But you got to win four points to win the match. So explain how that works. Yeah, we play we play doubles first. Uh, you know, we play one set and it's three doubles teams. And the, the, the team that wins two out of those three uh, wins the doubles point. That's one point. And then we have six singles to follow that uh, for a best of seven points out there. So, you know, four, three could be a match or seven, zero. But in postseason play, especially at the NCAAs, once you get to four, everything else gets suspended. It's win or go home. Well, exactly that. Hopefully we're going to win and go to Orlando, and that would put us in uh, a situation where we'd be in the quarterfinals. Is that right? That's uh, right. Final eight. Final eight goes to Lake Nona in Orlando, and uh, that's the national training center for the USDA. Yeah, and one of the things that I'm so excited about that you and I have talked about forever that that you've worked really hard with Josh Brooks and our athletic department getting our new indoor courts built so which will enable us to get the tournament back here so explain that what the process is right now and where we stand with uh, getting the finals nca tournament back here yeah we're uh we're coming off the ground i mean it's been uh it's been a few months where there's a lot of preparation uh we had to ter tear our existing uh four court complex down and and haul it off and and start from the ground up. And it's going to be a tremendous, uh, you know, addition to our program. You know, we've got a phenomenal outdoor facility. Uh, but the a few years back, the NCAA required six indoor courts, six indoor courts to host the NCAA championships. And so this has been a long time coming. We got behind the eight ball. You know, we were one of the first schools to have indoors of any kind indoor courts of any kind uh but we only had four and so everybody started building new 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 facilities and we kind of fell behind there but uh you know josh brooks has done a tremendous job just uh moving this thing forward we're going to have a state-of-the-art championship facility and we're hosting scheduled to host now that we have you know uh started construction and we'll we'll uh, have this finished by january february of this coming year uh, we're scheduled to host the NCAA championships in 2026. Wow, that's awesome to hear. And uh, talking about, you, you always want to worry about uh, this year, but next year, uh, tell us about that great recruiting class that you and uh, Jamie Hunt, your good assistant, have put together for to replace these five guys we're leaving. Yeah, so we have uh, we have some great kids coming in. Alex Mickelson is currently about 260 in the world uh, in the men's ranking. And that's the pros and amateurs and everybody. He'd be the highest ranked um, uh, collegiate player coming in, highest ranked in the in, in, in of all schools in in the country. We our recruiting class is number one in the world in the country right now, uh, with the addition of Alex Mickelson, like I said, and Ignacio Buse from Peru. He was uh, as high as number nine junior in the world. We also have three young uh, guys coming in, Davis Taylor, um, Parker Jakes, and Parker Marinchek. Two of those, well, all three of them actually are 
uh, sons of former Georgia tennis players. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, Eddie Jakes um, played for me um, uh, alongside Bobby Marinchek, and both of those guys' names are Parker, Parker Marinchek and Park, Parker Jakes. And they're going to be joining us as well, as, uh, as so is uh, Davis Taylor. Mariana Land played for Jeff Wallace and was part of uh, a championship team here at Georgia. And her son is Davis Taylor, and uh, he's, uh, I think, the top-rated junior coming out of Georgia. Yeah, Dane's going to ask you a question here in a second here, but I, I, I got so many. I, I got to talk to my best friend here. So what's going on with uh, – tell the fans what they can do as far as coming out and watching a match on Saturday and what to expect as far as uh, parking, all that, and uh, how they, what they do to get in the match. Well, um, you know, the NCAA, um, you can purchase tickets online. You can go to Georgia Dogs and go to Men's Tennis page, and you can see how to order tickets online, or you can get them at the gate. We're not turning anybody back. Um, and it's only $5, I believe. Um, but, uh, you know, so many people coming uh, out this year have been so enthusiastic about the excitement uh, these dual matches uh, create. Uh you know, so many uh, people coming up to me and said, I've ne I had heard about it. I've never been to a college tennis match, but I'm a fan. And so uh, we've had a tremendous uh, um, addition of uh, just a whole lot of new fans this year. I think our guys are an exciting product. Uh, Georgia Tennis is having a great year in both the men and the women. And, uh, you know, we're making a push uh, for a national championship. Uh, if, uh, you know, anybody's going to win it. So it's, we're we're chasing that big title and uh, and and got great hopes and it's it's just going to be a, an outstanding rest of the tournament. So we hope everybody can make it Saturday. Um, get here early because you know we got graduation stuff going on. So I think parking will be a little bit of a challenge, but we've got parking deck right across uh, the way here as well as um, you know the parking lot F14 F14 um, where you can park. So. Um, it's going to be a great day. The women play Friday at five o'clock against Oklahoma and uh, men play Saturday at 2 PM uh, against Harvard. Two questions for you, Manny. One, Ethan Quinn, one of the best young players in the country. Can you describe what makes him so imposing for his opponents? Well, um, you know, he keeps improving every day, but uh, you know, uh, Ethan's somebody that just, um, uh, uh, is uh, very competitive. He's uh, very disciplined on the court <laughs> at times. Uh, he is so powerful that at times we've got to rein him in a little bit. Uh, he's got a huge forehand. He's got a good serve that can continue to get better. Um, but uh, just, uh, um, you know, he's, uh, he's a player that kind of maybe reminds you uh, of some of the old-time players. He's capable of staying back and controlling play with his forehand, but he's also – able to transition to the net with either a serve and volley or off the ground. Uh, so he's a complete player uh, and he's, uh, you know, he's got tremendous upside, but the most important thing, he's just a great kid. And the other thing to me, the quality of collegiate tennis has gotten, seeing what Ben Shelton did playing just in Athens last year for Florida and then making the run in the Australian open. How did that change what your players think is possible for them? Did that change the trajectory of where they think their futures might be? Yes. I think he's, ex you know, he's an exciting player and he's, uh, is somebody that, uh, you know, put a couple of years into college, um, and benefited from it. Um, 
I think that, you know, it's not only Ben, he's the latest, but, you know, you have a top 10 player um, in uh, the lefty from TCU, uh, Cameron Norrie, uh, who's top 10 in the world right now. In total, we have 15 players with college ties in the top 100 players in the country. So I think that really tells the tale that college is really a – a, a possible pathway to pro tennis. Some people uh, across Europe and South America, they don't really think that college is a viable option, but the, the numbers uh, prove otherwise. So I think that a lot of our American kids especially are very excited to see somebody like Ben and Cameron Norrie doing so well. And, you know, here's a, a 38-year-old uh, John Isner still, you know, a, among the top 25 or so players in the, in the, in the world. Yeah, it's amazing what you did with Isner serve. He couldn't even serve it all when he got here, and you put him through it there, right? Well, and, hey, well, but I want to just finish it up here yeah. in honor of Coach McGill. Uh, last question here, and just a little story I want you to tell the fans about when you were playing in the uh, SEC tournament and, and had a little trouble uh, getting dehydrated, and how Coach McGill motivated you and the doctor to get you back on the court. <laughs> it was my senior year. And we were um, in a in a big uh, race with Florida at the SEC tournament, and in the semifinals of my singles match, I had uh, uh, a heat stroke. I had hurt my shoulder a couple of weeks before that, and so I had limited practice, and and my endurance and my stamina suffered, and I had a heat stroke, and I had to go to the hospital and get three bags of IV, and. I'm laying in this tray of ice because my temperature, my body temperature was close to 103 and something. And uh, after about an hour, the temperature started coming down. And Coach McGill says, uh, we got to go, Doc. We got to go. And, and the doctor looked at him and said, you got to go. We got to go where? He says, well, we got a doubles match. Manny's got to play a doubles match because the, the, the championship is on the line. And, and the doctor looked at him and I said, he ain't playing. He, he's, he's not able to play. I said, well, doctor, I, I, I'll sign whatever papers I got to sign. Just uh, I'll be responsible. And the doctor said, yo, yeah, because I'm not responsible if he goes back on the court. So Coach McGill signed some paper. And uh, we got off the ice tray, got dressed, and went back. And I stood in the alley because uh, I couldn't move. I stood in the alley, and uh, my partner, Gordon Smith, played about three quarters of the court and we advanced to the finals and next day clinched the championship four in a row for our seniors, uh, myself, Brent Hughes, uh, Gordon Smith, um, and uh, David Dick, I think it was. But that uh, was quite a story. The doctor said, I'm not, I'm not responsible if he steps on the court. And Coach McGill says, I'll sign wherever. I'll be responsible. He'll be all right. Hey, that's great. That's way to – Ended up and just want to tell you how much we appreciate you sharing some time with us. And, uh, you know, we, we mainly cover football here on this podcast, but I talked to our uh, people uh, in charge like Dane and Roddy, and I said, hey, we got to hit this tennis, man. This is big. We got a chance to win a national championship just like football. So uh, what a tremendous uh, legacy you've had here, Manny, and continue success. And we'll see you out there on Saturday. All right. Thank you, Coach. Thanks, Dane.